What's up? Hey, yeah, you do sound really sick. <laughs> I am sick, okay? Um, welcome back to Blues Library Podcast. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Lexi. Hello. And today we're going to talk about a newer book in the SJM universe. Oh, I mean, it's been out for like a year, a little over a year. Yeah. It's the not others that are new. Like 2012 2015 yeah like, but when you compare this to crescent city this is not new it's the newest book in akatar there you go that's the right that's the right way <laughs> today we are going over a court of silver flames by sarah j moss it is book five in the akatar series yeah i guess uh trigger warning and spoiler warning this is the most recent book in the series to date um so but we are not spoiling anything in the rest of the SJM universe um, because we are not all the way caught up. Both of us are not all the way caught up in the SJM universe, so there's no spoilers for Crescent City or anything like that. Actually, you are, aren't you? I am. I'm the only one. You said both or neither one of us are fully caught up. I know. I am caught up. So if you want to chat, not. hit me up. Anyways, and if you do, please make sure I know not to read it. Yes. Anyways, um, so, I mean, we're going to spoil this one. I mean, at some point, I don't know. I don't think it will. Maybe. Maybe there will be a part that will come up where we might spoil something in Throne of Glass. Who knows? With us, honestly. But Crescent yeah, City really. is a no-go because I am not that far into the first book. <laughs> Anyways, trigger <laughs> warning. I mean, it's there's death. There's... I think we go into Nesta's There's trauma. Kidnapping. There's the kidnapping, yeah. um, PTSD, abuse, depression. all that, all that fun also, stuff. Also, there's talk of miscarriage. Yes. So, if any of this uh, triggers you in any way, go ahead and dip. Go to a not as triggering book, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to like word this in the best way, and I'm not getting there. Anyways, let's take it out with a synopsis because we've got a long one. We do. I apologize. <laughs> it's shorter than the From Blood and Ash one is going to be, so hey, that one's going to end up being 10 fucking pages. Because <laughs> so much got, like, I'm only on page 135, and I already have, like, two and a half pages, because so much shit. fucking shit happens. We're only, like, a couple of days in, like, their time, and I'm like, holy fuck. <clears throat> Nesta isn't doing very well mentally. And every night she goes to a pub, drinks and gambles, and then takes a random male home. Farah tells Nesta that this won't go on any longer, and she has to stay in the House of Wind with Cassian and Asriel and train with Cassian until they decide to revisit the situation in a few months. Nesta is pissed, as per usual. The human queens don't want to sign the new treaty with the Fae, and they have their armies stirring. Nesta flashes back to her mother and how she treated Nesta, Cassian takes Nesta to Windhaven, but Nesta refuses to train there. Cassian and Moore go to visit Jurian, Lucian, and Bassa and ask about what's up with the human queens. Vasa says the only queen bold enough to start stirring their armies right now is Braylon, the queen who was put in the cauldron after Nesta and Elaine, and she was turned into a nasty old lady. Well, I mean, it showed her true colors, so... It really fucking did. Um, we also learned that Koshi... The older brother of the bone carver and the weaver, and also the sorcerer that cursed Vasa to be a firebird during the day and a human at night, is helping Braylon. Nessa starts trying to take the 10,000 steps down to the city, but is too weak to go very far. During the next day of refusing the, to train, Cassian takes Nesta around the village, and she meets Emery, an Illyrian female who had her wings clipped, and they become tentative friends. After a few days of Nesta refusing to train... Cassian realizes that Nesta doesn't want to look weak by messing up in front of everyone, so they start to train on top of the House of Wind. Also, during the afternoons, Nesta is working in the library underneath the House of Wind, and we learn that Nesta loves to read. In the library, we also meet Gwen, a priestess that works for another researcher. Nesta keeps trying the stairs. Nesta and Cassian start flirting, and after one training session, Cassian explains what the blood rite is. And the blood rite is where Illyrians are taken into the woods and they have to find a way up Ramiel, or Ramiel, or however you want to say it. It's always, one of the mountains. I think I always said Ramiel. Okay. Uh, it's one of the mountains in the Night Court Sigil. 
and they aren't allowed to have any formal weapons or their wings. And how well you do indicates what your position is in their ranks in of like the Illyrian Legion. When Nessa learns that the reason the library is a safe haven is because each of the priestesses had something happen to them at the hand of males, she realizes that she wants to help them get back any strength that they could possibly have because Nesta was also assaulted by a man when she was human. Nobody is signing up uh, to train with Nesta. Nesta keeps working on the stairs, getting better every time. Elaine and Nesta have a fight about their father's death, and Nesta blames Elaine for their father's death. After a trip down the stairs and back up, Nesta and Cassian finally kiss. Some stuff happens, but Nesta freaks a little bit and leaves with a scathing remark to Cassian. Next, we learn about the secret trove, which you don't remember until you remember because of the magic around it. There are three, maybe four items, the mask, the harp, and the crown. Everyone convinces Nesta to scry for the items to protect Elaine from helping. Also, Farrah's pregnant. <laughs> Nesta and Cassian have some more fun, sexy times. They finally get someone to sign up to train, Gwen. The next day, Cassian takes Nesta to Windhaven to shop. She meets up with Emery. Cassian goes to speak with Eris. Doesn't go very well. Uh, when does anything with Eris ever go well? Really, though? Nesta asks what happened, and Cassian explains... Nesta gives him a blowjob, but Azriel comes in. <laughs> this was one of my favorite scenes. Um, Emery decides she wants to learn how to train too and starts coming to train with Gwen and Nesta. Nesta keeps trying the stairs. More priestesses start coming to training. Nesta learns to scry, but doesn't feel anything, so she stops. The next day, she has a night, or that night after scrying, she has a nightmare. Cassian hears and stays in her room with her. After training the next day, we learn that Farah is pregnant with a baby with wings and that the baby and Farah both have a high chance of dying during labor because of the anatomy of Farah's high fae body. Well, decides- it's only because if she had the wings and stayed with the wings prior previously, then it would have been yeah. fine. Uh, Reese decides to keep this from Farah that she could potentially die. After another attempt at scrying, Nesta gets lost in her mind, and to bring her back, Cassian kisses her. They learn that the mask is in the middle, and they decide to go to it, or go after it tomorrow. In the middle, Az disappears, and they find Eris and his men. So, or excuse me, they only find Eris's men. So Cassian leaves Nesta in a tree to help uh, fight and find where Az went. Nesta gets out of the tree that Cassian left her in and gets caught by a kelpie that tries to drown her. Eris's men's faces are whoo, men's faces are vacant, like they're being controlled. Nesta finds the mask under the water and puts it on. She kills the kelpie and shoots to the surface with a spear in her hand and the head of the kelpie in the other. Boss ass scene. Okay. Back at home, Nesta lets Reese see what happened in her mind, and we learn that the Kelpie was speaking a language that hadn't been spoken for 15,000 years. Nesta takes a bath, and Cassian brings her food, and things get steamy, steamy in the bath. Um, More priestesses come to train. We learn about mind stilling, which is something that the Valkyrie used to to still their minds. Nesta starts working with the sword. As starts helping train the women, because there are a lot of them, Nessa finally figures out how mind stilling works, and it's the first time that she actually feels settled in her own skin. Cassian takes Nesta to a blacksmith, where she infuses three blades with her deadly power. Helian comes on a pegasus and tells them that Eris's soldiers' minds are clouded. The sword Nesta made at the blacksmith is given to Reese and Feyre because the the blacksmith says that it's cursed. They decide that Nesta made, with a capital M, new magical objects. We also learn, or we also talk about Reese becoming a high king, potentially. Nesta and Cassian go to the spring court to meet with Eris, but Tamlin interrupts in his beast form. Nesta points at Tamlin like she did the king of Highburn. Cassian and Az fought with the Valkyrie at one point, and Nesta learns about the weapons that she made. Because they were hiding that she made them from her. Uh... When Cassian says, we decided to tell you, Nesta asks, who voted against her learning about the weapons? And Cassian says, Amrin and Reese. Nesta is pissed, makes it down all 10,000 steps to go find Amrin. When she does, Amrin is with Varian in bed. But Amrin tells her that she didn't think that Nesta should have the weapons that she made. 
Feyre follows Nesta and tries to talk her down, but Nesta tells her that the baby has wings and that means that she could very well die when she gives birth. Feyre is really upset by this and Reese tells Nesta to leave Valaris if she wants to live. Cassian flies Nesta into the mountains where they hike for days and Nesta stays silent until she breaks down and tells Cassian everything about her past and that she doesn't feel like she's worth anything. Cassian comforts her and tells her that or tells her about his mother's death and how it destroyed him. The next day at training, Gwyn shows everyone a ribbon and says that it's Valkyrie tradition that once you're able to cut the ribbon in half, it indicates that your training is done and you're ready for battle. Nesta opens up to Gwyn about what happened to her after the war. Gwyn invites Nesta to hear the priestesses sing, and Nesta is lulled into a trance where she sees the harp is in the prison. Cassian and Nesta go to find the harp, and when Nesta touches it, she is transported to a time of war and chaos. Before they leave, they find out they are stuck, and one of the creature's doors is open. They have to fight Lanthus, and Nesta kills Lanthus, but Cassian is gravely injured. Nesta is enlisted to help remind Eris of his promise to Reese, and basically Nesta has to dance with him at the Court of Nightmares. Farah announces her pregnancy to the world. Nesta and Eris are dancing. Eris is like completely entranced by Nesta. Cassian cuts in. Eris asks Reese and Farah if Nesta will be his bride. Uh, everyone goes back to the house. Nesta and Cassian exchange solstice gifts. We learned that last year Cassian was going to give her one of the first printed books in existence, but he threw it in the river. And this year he gives her basically a music box. Nesta says she can't accept it because she isn't good enough for Cassian, but they talk and confess their love for one another, and they smash. Cassian leaves to go and inspect the Illyrian legions, and Nesta, Emery, and Gwyn have a sleepover, and they make friendship bracelets. It's mad cute. The next day at training, there's an obstacle course that they have a hard time getting through, and it changes every day. After two months, Emery, Nesta, and Gwyn pass the obstacle course, and Cassian tells them that they just passed. They just passed the blood right qualifier. At Starfall, Amran comes to visit Nesta and tells Nesta that because she wanted a friend, she accidentally made, capital M, the house. A red star blasts across the sky during Starfall and Reese thinks it's a bad omen, especially because Feyre is two months from giving birth. The blood right starts in a few days and Nesta says she doesn't care and doesn't want to participate. Nesta also declines Eris's proposal. When Cassian asks Nesta to admit that they are mates, Nesta refuses and tells Cassian to leave her alone until either A, she goes to talk to him first, or B, a week has passed, whichever one comes first. I mean, she was, she was pretty uh, pretty nice with the whole week thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I do mad. Well, honestly, though, well, what I'm saying, though, is... Before that even started, I would have expected Nesta to just not even give him an option of, like, a week. Just been like, don't talk to me until yeah. I talk to you first. Fair enough. All right. Nesta goes to Windhaven, but is woken up by an unknown male scent and a cold rag being put over her face. The next day, Cassian found a loophole in what Nesta asked of him, but he can't find her or Emery or Gwen. They had been taken to participate in the blood rite. Against all odds, Nesta, Emery, and Gwyn find each other, and they start to climb Ramiel. Nesta's, whew, Cassian is worried, and Eris is under Braylon's, or Braylon's power. Bro, I just change her name every time. Under Braylon's power from the crown, the power of the crown then goes over Cassian. Gwen is hurt, and Emery continues on with Gwen, while Nesta stays to fight an asshole named Bellius. They have a they have to fight hand to hand, and when Bellius asks Nesta if she thinks she can beat him in hand to hand, she says yes because her mate taught her well. Cassian interrupts and asks Nesta to kill him because he is under Braylon's power. Braylon says she will trade Cassian for the rest of the items in the trove, and Nesta says no. When Braylon says kill, Cassian tries to kill himself, but Nesta lets her power loose and destroys Braylon, Braylon and what's left of the crown. Nesta and Cassian return, but something is wrong with Feyre. Feyre began bleeding, and the baby's heart is in distress. We learn that if the baby dies, Feyre will, and so will Reese. When the baby is almost out, Feyre and Reese start screaming. 
Nesta puts on the mask and plays the 26th string on the harp. Time freezes. Nesta and the cauldron strike a deal that Nesta will give back the power that she stole if Feyre, the baby, and Reese all live. Nesta and Cassian talk about how Nesta also changed her own anatomy so that she can have kids with him if they decide to. Eris refuses to tell Cassian the whole story of what happened with Moore. Cassian and Nesta are given the House of Wind and everyone is happy. The end. All right, Lexi, tell me what you did with your makeup today. Uh, I did the mask that she has to get under the creepy dead people swamp and the um and then at the end of the book when she comes in with the mask to save Feyre's life um so it's gold I so I had to look up pictures um because I couldn't remember exactly what it was supposed to be shaped like um I mean obviously on the cover of the book but that I wasn't gonna try and do all that on my face so I looked up fan art um found some really first of all fucking beautiful pictures of Nesta in that fucking mask can I just say fucking beautiful all of them that i saw were beautiful um one of my favorite fan art ones is her coming out of the swamp with the spear and the head and the mask on i love it um so i looked up some pictures to get some inspiration um it's i didn't have all of the products um in my face painting kit that I wanted so it didn't really quite turn out the way I wanted it to and then also the gold the only gold that I had was very similar to the shade my foundation made decided to make me today because yes it does change every time I put that foundation on um so that wasn't fun but and then I put like the whirls for the weird or I can't even remember whatever language um that those like symbols on the mask are so yeah, yeah. what did you do I loved your mask. I think it looks really good. Um, I did like a silver flames-ish mask. So I have silver flames all over my face and then I made it in the shape of a mask. Um, And it took me a while. I also did like black eyes um, that kind of like smoked out and like a dark lip. So Mm, it looks super good. I love it. All right. Let's hit these discussion questions. Uh, Did your opinion on Nesta change throughout this book? Yes and no. Um, I mean, we talked, I think I briefly touched on it in the last book. Um, So I went into this book obviously hating Nesta, and I think everybody did. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I liked her, and I really, really liked her, and by the end of it, I wanted to fucking love her, but I still had some problems because... The way that it was written, I feel like we could have had a very powerful moment where Nesta owned up to her actions instead of just kind of the way it was and that it ended. It almost felt like, oh, she saved their life, so everything's okay, which I don't think that made it okay. I still Mm -hmm. think Nesta should have taken accountability. Um, I don't hate her anymore. I do like her. Um, I just, I wish, I wish we got that scene so bad. I feel like it would have... This book would have been probably my absolute favorite or favorite in the series had it been that we got that scene right now. It's probably my second favorite, but I mean, I still I still really like Nesta. So, yeah, um, I definitely like grew to like Nesta as things went on. Um, you get a lot more of her backstory, especially when they are hiking through the mountains. Um, that part makes me cry every single time I freaking read it. Um, it's a very emotional experience to, like, read this and, like, know kind of the depression that you can be put into, um, after the death of a family member, so that kind of hit different. Um, but I absolutely love Nesta and that she kind of, you see her not only grow in her relationship with her family, but, like, also her relationship with Cassian and her relationship with the other Valkyrie. I love it so much. Mm -hmm. Um, hold on, sorry. What was your favorite part of this book? Ooh, I have a couple, right? So, um, one of my faves is obviously Nesta coming out of the, um, lake with, uh, the head of the dead Kelpie and the spear and her mask, there's the mask on. I, I think it's fucking badass. Also, um... I love when she finally admits that 
Cassian is her mate. Mm-hmm. I think that's really sweet. Also, one of my absolute favorite scenes will always be the one that I cry at every time, the one in the mountains where she finally breaks down. What about you? I anytime Nesta, Emery, and Gwen were together, honestly, the their, sleepover. their their friendship was just my favorite. But I also um looking back at like rereading or having you read the synopsis, um where like and I can't remember or I couldn't remember exactly why she didn't finish the blood right. But now I do, obviously. Um and so I love because the Nesta we knew before this book wouldn't have fucking stopped and like did that to save them really save anybody and so i felt like for me like i loved that because that definitely that scene showed a lot of growth for nesta and i just loved that she was like no you guys go you guys finish and so they finished while she was trying to whoever that dude name was yeah and then at the end where she was still very happy and like it wasn't like a really like upsetting thing for her it was more so like she was happy they finished i think they finished first didn't they they did yeah so it's badass Mm -hmm. i love it i feel like this book is a lot more feminist power moves than any of the others personal opinion um do you like the training scenes duh there's this person, I can't remember the name of it, but there's a YouTube account where she literally makes workout routines that are very similar to the training scenes. I tried it for a week. I about died. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I loved it. Do you like training books, like, in general? Like, because um, Air of Fire, the third book in Throne of Glass, is very much a training book. Yeah. Like, it's just training all the time. And a lot of people don't like training books. I like them. I do, too. They do kind of get a little bit repetitive. But I like that because it gives structure to what's happening. And it also, like, allows you to show the growth of the person with, like, their physical and mental toughness. Yeah, no, I don't ever have a problem with when, like, if there's a lot of training. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, when you think about it. it, training, like, you you do it. I mean, when you when you train for something, it is very repetitive. But I also feel like, I mean, when you think about Rocky, Rocky Balboa, yeah. the majority of the fucking movie is him training. But it's still such a great movie. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely love books that have training in them. So I agree. I can't remember if I asked you that question again. Do you, do you like the training scenes? Yeah, bro. I fucking love them. Like, I think they're awesome because it shows the development and the growth. And, like, I especially love that SJM puts a emphasis on being powerful and being strong as opposed to being pretty or being thin. So. All right. What did you think of the friendship between Nesta, Emery, and Gwen? I love it. I, I love the whole thing. Um, I love each girl individually. Um, and I'm super excited to see like what happens in the future. Same. I So I liked in Frost and Starlight where we got to see Nesta and Amrin being friends a little bit. Yeah. But like that would i don't know that felt way like obviously it was way different but like just like the difference between that friendship and then this one and just i think too with them bringing the valkyries back and all of that shit like their friendship was just so strong and they all the thing i liked most about it is the support and the encouragement and the motivation they all gave to each other i agree so i totally agree i love it it's very much like a powerful women Mm -hmm. friendship and i love it all right so we'll kind of talk about the bonus scene next yes because Um, i didn't get that and i'm really i'm real salty about it i want a fucking as bonus scene so i looked it up on twitter and read it on twitter um it's basically solstice and as brought like a gift to give to elaine and it's like a necklace or something And it's really pretty. And after Solstice, when he's going to give it to her, 
Elaine and Az kiss. Reese walks in and is like, my dude, you can't do this. She's got a mate. Like, this is not cool. Kind of like gets mad at him. And Az is like, oh, my God, I always fuck up. So he goes to the chop, like to train, whatever. And uh, Gwen is up there and him and Gwen start like she's singing and he gets like he calms down when he hears her sing and he gives the necklace that he was going to give to Elaine to Gwen and that like Gwen leaves he takes it down to the library and gives it to Clotho to give to Gwen as like a solstice gift okay so I know and just for everybody out there if you are an Az and Elaine Shipper don't come at me um I the way you're saying that I like the way that that went because I just don't trying to be nice about this um (laughs) my problem is that i feel like as had so many feelings for more and then the first person that was nice to him was elaine and he felt like he got elaine in a way that nobody else did so he transferred those feelings from more to elaine and it's not fair because elaine is still adjusting okay she's also fucking baby and i hate it She's also fucking mated already. So, like, I'm like, I don't like that. I want the mates together. That's what I want. Well, okay, yeah. But I also, I think, just with Az, and unfortunately the way that everything is just shitty for him, like, it was nice, like, that Az seemed happy in a way with Elaine. But I... I never liked it. I never saw it as, like, anything more than maybe just a close friendship. So, for me, like, everybody, like, shipping Az and Elaine, I was really weirded out by that. Then everybody was like, oh, my God, Gwen and Az. And I was like, I have no idea where this came from, but I love the idea of it. (laughs) Now I know. Um, (laughs) Anyways, when you were saying that, like, with the singing, when she was singing and it calmed him down, like, Mm -hmm. that made me really happy that he then ended up going to give the necklace to her um i think it is so shady that he re-gifted the fucking kit i think that's so shitty uh, yes and no have you never regifted specifically for elaine and then he was like no i can't be with elaine i need to adjust and that made me mad Okay, but I don't think that that was necessarily what... I mean, obviously, I didn't read it, but maybe... I don't know. Because what you were saying was, like, it sounded to me like... Obviously, there is... There's a... There's deeper than, like, a connection between Az and Gwen right now, just from the scene, that goes, obviously, beyond what um, Az and Elaine ever had. Um, And so, for me, it's kind of... It almost sounded or sounded like... Maybe it was just like, you know, like maybe he did get it for Elaine, but it would have fit more, it would have fit better to give to her. Yeah. On it, have you know. honestly, like have it. you honestly never bought something for somebody and then last minute changed who you're giving it to? No. Oh, I have a million times. I am very specific about who I buy gifts Well, but for. here's the thing is when I get something for somebody... And it's, this happens more so with my sister because my sister doesn't tell me jack shit. Um... It then ends up being something where it's like, okay, well, this this gift would fit somebody or somebody else better. Okay. I don't think I don't it was do in a shady way. I don't know. I, I read it in a shady way. I did not like it. And my other problem, right, is I feel like Az hides a lot of, like, his shadows from Elaine and what they mean. And... I feel like in order to truly be with someone, you have to be okay showing the bad and the good. And I don't feel like that happened ever. Well, no, because Elaine can't handle fucking shit. She drives me insane. All right. Did you see them participating in the blood or blood right coming? Hell no. Hell no. I was so shocked. Okay. When I first read this book, it was the day it came out because I was like, nobody is spoiling this shit for me. I read it all day. I was in my Zoom classes and I was like muted and just reading because I was like, I need to finish this fucking book. And I got to the part like with the blood right and I was like, oh my fucking God. I was so fucking shocked. 
but they like i was like they do like the blood right qualifier and i thought it was going to be like oh like they're strong enough to do this but they don't have to because like fuck the patriarchy kind of deal and then this was a different kind of fuck the patriarchy so i i thought that they would like obvious like i i I thought they would but i didn't expect it to be a forced participation yeah it was so like when they were kidnapped too the other like i wasn't expecting it to be that they were going to be forced into the blood right either like until they were there and i was like oh fuck yeah i hella feel (laughs) um what do you think happened between war and eris honestly at this point i'm so fucking confused i have no fucking clue like it could on it like let's be completely honest at this point it could be fucking anything yeah here's my theory are you ready i'm so fucking ready i've got nothing better to do honestly though that sounded sarcastic but honestly i don't (laughs) okay so my theory right is we all know more is homosexual so she likes women and or females sorry and my theory right is that eris is gay as well and he knew that if more had come in to like the autumn court she was going to be completely destroyed because of how they act and also he knows what it's like to have to hide your sexuality in the autumn court and how hard it is and he was like that's not fair and so that's why he didn't like do anything um and like had the others come and get her because he was like i can't touch you or else you become the like my problem and you don't want to be here for this that is my theory. What was the whole thing with him not being able to touch her? I can't remember. If he touched her, then she would like then she was the problem of the autumn court. But I don't understand. Like that still I'm still confused why. I can't remember clearly. I mean, it's like um when Lucian crossed into the spring court and Tam defended him and he claimed him, right? And gotcha. started like defending him whatever. That would have been the deal with more. Gotcha. Um, see, my only thing is, is like, what if they were mates, but like Eris knew or knows that she's into females, not men. And obviously, in most cases, you want your mate to be happy and safe. I don't think they're mates because that's not fair. Unfortunately, you are into women, you should have a female mate. You okay, clearly you don't understand how the mating bond works because if you for, if you remember earlier on, mates don't aren't always a perfect match. For example, Reese's right. Reese and our uh, Reese's parents were not good. A good mate. Yeah. A good mate. <laughs> shut up. It, yeah. Okay, no, so it's but- it's not always fair, but that's what I'm saying is what if because like what if they are mates and Eris goes, no, you're not going to be happy if I force you to live this way. So he was actually being a good person and saying, go out and find somebody that you like want to be with. Oh, that would be so sweet. Dude, Eris's redemption, I swear to God, it's already happening. Like, we've already started. Exactly. But imagine that like being the finishing thing. And then everybody's like, oh, God, we treated him like shit for no reason. Ooh. No, but then everyone will hate more because more lied to them. I don't think they'll hate more because if you think about it, she's more so being protective of herself. I think, yes, it'll be an issue, but I think it'll be more so like with Feyre, like how Feyre reacted when she more finally came clean. Because I don't think that the inner circle is going to hate her. I don't think... I feel like they will be not angry and not hate her. I think think they're going to be upset, yes, but I don't think that they're going to like ostracize her. I agree. I agree. Dude, I would so fucking read that book if that's like if we get a book like that. I just want to know what actually happened. Yeah, at this point there's just so much like there's just so much that could have happened that I'm not even gonna try to guess oh, yeah. at this point. <laughs> Alright, go ahead. Did you like the romance between Cassian and Nesta? I did. I liked it. I liked the push and pull, and I liked that it was a lot slower. 
Um, obviously, it's only a single book slow burn. So, like, it's not like Reese and Feyre, um, where it's like you have all of Under the Mountain and half of the next book. And, she like, was with Tanlin and she didn't know, know the mating bond. I know. Slow burn. It was not even, that was not even close that, to being I'm slow. I'm calling that a slow burn. Oh my God. It was so slow. We didn't even really get much with fucking Reese. Until the second book. So it's like half a fucking book. Anyway, <laughs> um, I loved it. Also, I love the fucking blowjob when Az walks in. I think it's funny as shit. Um, I love that like, it It kind of is like ish enemies to lovers because Nesta hates herself and by consequence him because she likes him. Nesta just hates everybody. And I loved like the walls that break slowly throughout the book. I think it's really sweet. I do not like that she was like, we're not mates. We're not mates. That pissed me off because I was like, girl, you are in denial. But- to be fair, none of the Archeron sisters are ever going to like, they never really knew when it snapped into place without being told because they didn't grow up knowing. But the- she knew because she saw the gold string. Yeah, but still, I mean, this is Nesta we're talking about. Did you really expect anything different? True enough. <laughs> Did you like it? Yeah. I mean, you classified it or classified it as a slow burn. I didn't. Um, I mean, I guess unless you're you're considering every How about inter- medium burn. Listen, unless you're expe- like a, um considering all of the books where we get interactions with them, then maybe, but yeah, bro, it's been like two fucking years of this build up. I guess I don't see it that way because I got them when after Silver Flames came out, so I read them all. But either way, one book is not a fucking slow burn. Anyways, moving on from that. No, I did really like it. And I fucking love Cassian. I loved Cassian from the very beginning. So I fucking loved it. Okay, wait, you haven't read The Wall of Winnipeg. No, I want to, though. That shit is one book, and that shit is a slow burn. Okay, but that book is like the fucking dictionary. That book is literally the thickness or the thickness of a fucking dictionary. So yeah, I can see that being a slow burn. All right, what did you think Nesta was doing at the end of the book when she came in to the room with the mask on and the harp in her hands? Honestly, I was a little terrified. (laughs) I was like, something's possessed her. She's gonna now take out everybody. Oh, yeah, it was nuts. I had no clue. Like, I was like, what is this bitch doing? I oh my God. honestly had the same reaction that everybody else in the room had. <laughs> <laughs> Start screaming, like, what the fuck? And I thought it was really sweet how it ended up. Same. Also, I fucking hate the trope where you lose your powers, but alas. Yeah. Why did you, you put me as having two questions in a row and then. Listen, Linda. So am it's I asking this day. one? Did you ask that one? You asked okay, that Okay, you one. know what? You ask this one. You can ask that one because I want to ask the next one. No, actually, I want to answer that one first so that I can gush for a minute. If any, what did you or what do you think was the most powerful redemption act that Nesta had? I think that oh, that's a good question. While you think, do you want me to answer? Because I have my answer. Yeah. The mountain. The blood right. That for me was like the... Because beforehand, like, it was building up to where my opinion on Nesta was changing. But that for me, I was like, up until the very end. And don't get me wrong. It's not that I hate Nesta or don't... Okay, I do love her. But it's more so I wish we had more of the action Mm -hmm. of, like, taking accountability. But um, that was the moment where I was like, I fucking love Nesta now. I fucking love Nesta. Because that just showed, like, I felt like that was, like, the perfect moment to show her growth because previously she wouldn't have done something like that unless it was for Elaine. Yeah. I think, like, I think the actual redemption part for me where it starts for her is when she realizes that she wants the priestesses to be able to train Mm -hmm. and to become stronger um i i think that's a great point i also feel like the the uh hiking scene where like she breaks down i think that's a great point 
And obviously, when she lets the other girls go on while on Ramiel, Mm -hmm. um, I think that part is another great like i feel like it's small parts yeah throughout this it one was just like the it. most powerful for me personally because that was the moment where it went from i i kind of like nesta to i fucking love nesta i see it's the hike for me is when it like switches around because she realizes that she fucked up and she's able to verbalize why she fucked up and how she fucked up I liked that scene to me. I, and again, it's all just the whole taking accountability thing. Um, because and I've said it before and I'll say it again. Your trauma, your mental health does not give you, is not an excuse for you to treat somebody like trash. Um, but for me, it still almost felt like an excuse in a way with the way it was written. And I was kind of like teetering on if I liked it or not for a little while. If that makes sense. I guess like the big redemption part is obviously the end where she gives up her powers to save three people's lives. Yeah. Which I think is really sweet. There was a lot of a lot of good moments for Nesta in this book. I mean, as there should have been considering that it was a Nesta book. But (laughs) yes. Okay. Can we talk about the fact that Nesta made friendship bracelets with Emery and Gwen? Fucking died. I, I kid you not. I fucking and it, like in a good way. I fucking died. I that was it. probably I it was so cute. I going back to one of our earlier questions. I totally forgot about this scene, even though I wrote the question maybe an hour beforehand. I that's probably one of my favorite scenes because I was sitting there as I was reading. I was like, what the fuck? Nesta's making a friendship bracelet. Dude, it's so funny. And then I giggled like a little girl and I loved it. It was my favorite thing. I loved it because it allowed Nesta to be like a kid because mm-hmm. she didn't really get a chance to be a kid even though she was immature as fuck yeah <laughs> um i loved it i and i also thought it was really cool how the friendship bracelets nesta made them so that she they could find each other mm-hmm. during the right like i thought that was really sweet motherfuckers didn't even consider taking like, off the bracelets <laughs> they're like these women in their jewelry <laughs> God. Oh God. Not the fact that, that they were all fucking matching too like why would you have not like because they knew when they put them in there they were hoping that like something would have they bad would have happened up. to them but they knew that these three were like an unstoppable force like even on their own oh yeah like just on their own but then together oh they fucked up i loved oh, that yeah, especially like how they separated as mm-hmm. cast and But what I love about that, though, is that this was a very similar thing. And now looking at how close Reese, Cass, and Az are, it's like, oh, my God, they're going to be like, they're going to be so close forever. And I fucking love it. I love that for Nesta. Nesta needed that. I get weird vibes from Emery. Why? I don't know. She gives me weird vibes. Like the fact that her singing voice like lulls her into a trance and that she's able to calm as down and like we don't really know all that much emory or gwen her. do you mean because you said emory gwen my bad gwen that's why i was so confused i was like what she gives me weird vibes i don't know i loved all of them anyways <laughs> i loved them together until i started analyzing people i love i still love every single one of them where did you think nesta was transported to when she touched the heart okay my theory Again, we are not spoiling anything for those completely up to date in the uh, SJM universe. My theory is that the harp was created 15,000 years ago. And it showed her the war from then. That's it. That's my theory. That's all I can say about it. Okay. What about you, Lexi? I'm now going to have to go Google things. Don't Google. Read. <laughs> okay, but Google's going to give me the answers faster. <laughs> Don't Google. Read. We'll see. Anyway. You have to read House of Earth and Blood. We'll see. You're almost to the good part. We'll see. <laughs> if you guys can't see the look she's giving me, 
I would be dead right now if looks could kill. Anyways. Listen, I'm going to be texting you every five minutes for the next week. Just be like, are you reading House of Birds and Blood? Are you reading House of Birds and Blood? And then I'm going to tell you what, you- I, what my answer is that Google told me was, so... And then I'll be mad because I would have been pissed if I knew the ending. Anyways, are you going to let me answer this question? <laughs> yes. Um, I don't know. My Maybe, like, my first thought was, like, potentially, like, um, the human and Fae war whenever that happened. Yeah. That was, like, Before my first thought. 500 years. But then the other thing that I was like, well, maybe, like, the last, like, war that the Valkyries were in, which I couldn't remember exactly when that was. Well, because as or all three of them are five-ish hundred years old. A little over. Yeah. So I think it would be when they were really young. And that's like during the Fae and Human War. Okay. So yeah, whenever... That's kind of what I thought. But now I'm going to go Google so I know what Ashley's talking about. Anyways, next question. <laughs> People, please fucking come after her if she starts fucking Googling shit. Nobody's going to know. Pissed. And I will never tell a soul. That reminded me of like the TikTok sound. Who's gonna know? Nobody's gonna know. Nobody will okay. know. Okay. Um, what do you think the fourth item of the trove is? I'm gonna need some background information here because I don't I clearly don't remember as much as I thought I did about this book. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, where is it? I also don't remember Lanthus. Lanth okay, I'll explain. Okay. Okay, there are three, maybe four items in the trove, and we know about the mask, the harp, and the crown. What is there that gives us a hint? It could literally be anything. I know. Maybe it's Nesta. No, I disagree. (laughs) I don't don't support this I'm just saying it could literally be anything. Maybe it's the cauldron. That would actually be a all good I one. Have to say, that would be a good one. All I have to say, actually, that would be a good one. But no, because everybody knows about the cauldron and nobody knows about the trove items until they remember them. Okay, but if you're not remembering the cauldron as a trove item. Okay, here's my theory, right? <laughs> my theory is that it is the horn. And that's all I have to say. Next. I can't say anymore. You're not caught up. Okay. I heard somebody talking about a horn for that. So in a TikTok. And then I realized that it was a spoiling TikTok. And I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) How do you? Okay. Read the next question, ho. You didn't get rid of that one. So I was confused. I was like, what are you talking about? You're the one that that asked the question. How did you feel about Feyre and Reese sending Nesta to train and stay in the House of Wind? I thought it was a long time fucking coming. Like, there is only so long that you can let somebody drag themselves down when you have the ability to help before you need to do something. What you said, but adding into that, there's also only so long that you're, you as a person are willing to let somebody take advantage and use all of your resources and continuously not treat you right and then also basically slowly killing themselves because that's kind of where nesto is heading yeah absolutely all right what were your overall thoughts on the book i have one other thing i want to add to the last question um because also sometimes some people need tough love to And that's, yes, it sucks. And the thing people don't realize, too, is when you're the one, like, having to give the tough love, which I've had to do multiple times, it fucking sucks. It's heartbreaking. But sometimes that's the only time people respond. And when you really get into the book, Nesta responded the best to that. She wasn't going anywhere. She wasn't helping herself with them just letting her do her thing and favor paying her rent. But as soon as she was then having to train, yes, she was very... I'm not going to do this at the beginning, but she did it and it turned out to be the best thing for her. Yeah. Anyways, now we can go on to the next question. <laughs> Overall thoughts on the book. I liked it. I really liked it. I thought it was really good. I, I thought book. it showed 
tremendous fucking character growth, like more than any of the other books that I think that we've read from Sarah J. Moss, or at least that I've read. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I think it showed a lot of character growth, which was my favorite part of it. And I think overall, it just it was a really it was a really good read. I I read this one pretty quickly, which I'm I'm slower at reading than Ashley is. If you guys couldn't tell. So, <laughs> um, but I read this one pretty fast. I was just so like, um, yes, I was so enthralled with it. I just, I could not put it down. I totally agree. I absolutely love this book. I love the character development. I love the plot, even though it is very much character driven. I feel like the plot is, it's very minimal, but I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, it does a very good job of showing like self-hatred and how you can get into such a dark place when you hate yourself mm-hmm. and when you feel like you have valid reasons to hate yourself. Yeah. Um, I thought it was very touching. I absolutely love this book. I have one more question to ask that I thought of just barely. What did you or how did you feel about Nesta can like continuously like thinking about like a threesome with Cassian and Az. Okay, pause because like before this book came out, right? SJM teased that sh- there was going to be a threesome scene in this book, but the editor made her take it out. And my fucking theory, right, is that it was at the fucking like when she's giving him a blowjob. I'm convinced that's where it was going to be. And I fucking needed it so much. Like, I was like, please. I fucking loved it. Because first of all, he doesn't want to threesome with Cassie and Naz. Um, oh. But like, it had oh. me like, it had me laughing so fucking hard with like how badly she fucking wanted a threesome. <laughs> oh, yes. I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> All right, let's hit into these. Would you rather? Is Lexi, you want to go first? Oh, wait. So usually, um, if you guys are listening to our other episodes every other week from this, um, usually we do our current reads. But because of how we are recording these, uh, we are going to do some would you rathers. Yeah. So Lexi, go ahead and kick us off. four days ago got home, maybe five, and I have not had the time to read. So that's why today we were originally going to do current reads and I was like, "Mm, no, (laughs) Billy finished one book. (laughs) Anyways. So would you rather like have to face Briallen or go into the weird, creepy swamp, dead people swamp thingy with a Kelpie? Braylon. I feel like Braylon is like weak as fuck. Like the only power she has is the mat, like the crown. That's the only thing she has. She's also bitter. She's also a fucking crone. And I hate this bitch. What about you? I don't know. I feel like the swamp with the dead people and the Kelpie. I can't swim. So, like, I would die. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. That scene at the end with Briallen as a mortal, there's absolutely no way I'd survive that. If Nesta could survive the fucking Kelpie, I have a slim chance because she was hardly trained at that point. I have a slim chance. I, but okay. it's still a, it's still a bigger chance than against Briallen. You're saying there's a chance. Yes. So <laughs> that's all I need is there's a, there's a chance. So I'm going to take that one. <laughs> OK. Would you rather be forced to participate in the blood rite or be thrown into the cauldron? The cauldron makes you whatever it wants to make you, so I definitely wouldn't want to do that. The blood ride didn't sound easy, though, either. Motherfucker. Good. Well, I think about this. You answer. <laughs> I would rather do the blood right because i feel like the cauldron is just a lot of like mental trauma waiting to happen and i have enough of that so i don't need any more i yeah i would just be too scared of what the cauldron would turn me into it's not even that it's just like 
at the very beginning in the prologue of this book. Oh no, I know, I know the trauma and the I trauma. Never... I've been through enough trauma and gone through it that I, I think I could handle that. Right? That I, I've been through enough trauma, processed it all. I think I've Give got me a that. Therapist and goosey. Yes, I think I, I think I've got that down. It's, it's just the I, I don't want to not know what I'd come out looking like. So I think I'm gonna. What a vain bitch. Seriously, though, only sometimes. And right now I am very vain. Anyways, yeah, I think the blood, right? I mean, do I want to hike I up a mountain? Do very well, but I can do it. And I could definitely, to like, save my fucking life, I could, I could definitely do the blood, right? Would yeah. it be fun? Absolutely not. Would I hate everything going on at that moment? Would I probably hate my life? Yes. But I could at least survive that. Fair enough. Um, would you rather live in the House of Wind or their little, or Feyre and Reese's, like, river house that they made, built, whatever it is that they, they did with that? Yeah. Um, before or after Nesta made the house? Let's answer for both. Before and after. Before the river house. After the House of Wind. Okay, but why the river house before? Because, like, it sounds like such a beautiful fucking house and so, like, tranquil and peaceful and nice. And I just think it would be so sweet. And then the House of Wind, because the house is literally, like, your bestie. So, giving you smutty books and, like, all this shit, I'm for it. Honestly, I think I'd pick the House of Wind for both. Just the idea of it, the way they described it, even before and after. I loved the House of Wind. And then, of course, afterwards with it giving Nesta books. Duh. Duh. (laughs) All right. Would you rather have to fight Landis or the Kelpie? And Landis is the guy. um, He's the person that Cassian ended up throwing into the prison however many years ago. And when they go to get the harpy or the harp, tragic, when they go to get the harp, um, they have to fight Landis to get out. Okay, but like, what ex- is Landis just a human? Is he a creature? Like, no, he's a creature. What just can you describe him to me? Because this is a very important thing for me to make this decision. As if I'd actually okay. do it. <laughs> so this is an actual reality. It's Lanthus. Oops, I spelled it wrong. Um, hold on, I'm trying to find it. Oh my god, Daddy. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Um, there are no fan art pictures of Lanthus. Um, hold on, let me see if I can find it in a book. And she, like, the Kelpie live in water, right? Yes. I'm already thinking, even though not knowing what Lanthus looks like, that the Kelpie's a safer option because Cassian came out hurt with the whole Lanthus thing. That's true. And if Cass um, can't get through that without getting hurt, I'm dead. I'm a dead bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Your hand on that cover looks fucking tiny compared to the cover of that book. It's a big book. So they're fighting in darkness. Lanthus has a mist around him. Yeah, see, I'm going to go with the Kelpie because I if I can't see, there's no way that I'm going to survive that, man. I'm trying to fucking find it. And the, Yeah, honestly. I stand by my statement, too, earlier of if Cassian came out injured, there's no way I'm surviving that. So, Kelpie all the way. Truth teller or ataraxia? Like, which one do you rather have? I like Ataraxia. I think it's bomb. And I love that she made it. So I'm going to go with Ataraxia. Same. Yeah. I was going to say Truth Teller, and then I was like, "Mm, no, though. Love as, love his weapons, but Ataraxia 100%. (laughs) I feel... Okay, would you rather find 
Amrin and Varian banging or Reese and Feyre banging? I feel like Reese and Feyre would be a little less weird. Because I feel like Amrin and Varian are freaks. Dude, I that's the reason I would tr- like rather find them. Like I feel like it would be so I, you know, but here's the thing is I don't want to walk in randomly like not expecting it to some weird ass fucking kink. <laughs> to him being fucking pegged or something. Like that to me, I'm just like <laughs> Maybe not. No, I I'm going Almond and Varian for sure. Not me, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's the end of our episode. If you guys want to check us out, see our book looks, um, see our different, I don't know, TikToks, Instagram posts, whatever, uh, hit us up. TikTok is blues.library. Instagram is blues.library and blues.library podcast. Um, We also have our website. Uh, That's where you'll find all the books that we're going to be doing next or throughout the year. Um, you can also see like some of our different book looks that we really liked, um, things like that, all the places to listen. Um, that is all on our website, blues-library.com. Thanks y'all for listening. You guys have a great week. Don't drink and drive. Be safe out there. Use condoms. Um, drink responsibly. Um, anyway, y'all be safe. Have a good week. Bye.